0: Gaslighting is an insidious form of manipulation and psychological control where victims are deliberately and systematically fed false information that leads them to question what they know to be true, often about themselves. They may end up doubting their memory, their perception, and even their sanity. So how does this show up towards those in the LGBTQ plus community? Would it be okay? If I were to tell you that I am afraid someday, so I call you up and you call me down, would it be okay?
1: Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts podcast. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here with... Susan Cottrell. We always say that. We just want to remind you in case you forget. <laughs> Not me in case I forget. I know. Again, we're so glad you're here. As always, connect with us and all that we have to offer to the LGBTQ community to parents, to allies, all that kind of stuff. And you can find out about all of that, including our new Beloved Adventures. Not so new anymore, but our, our signature program, Beloved Adventures, which are amazing 21-day journeys on all kinds of things. Uh, all of that is at freedhearts.org. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if, if, if you would. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please Rate us. Um, If you love us, give us five stars. If you don't love us, please don't rate us. (laughs) (laughs) So five stars mean a lot as people are scrolling through and discovering. So if if you like what you hear and you have not done so already, please give us five stars. We'd appreciate it. And also, if you like what we do and want to support all that we do, you can do that by supporting us. There is a link on the podcast page and also on our website. So you look like you're about to say something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. no, they're not so new anymore, the twenty one day adventures. Yeah, we, they've been
1: around since the summer.
0: Yeah, and we have third one is coming out here. So well, the
1: fourth one's coming out here. Fourth yeah. one's coming yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah, we have our our twenty one day journey to free your heart. We have our radically included and yep. we have our twenty one day mama bear journey. We have one that actually by this time this this uh, this airs it, is probably out or just coming out. Uh and that's on um dysfunctional family and church and community. Getting
0: beyond dysfunction. Yeah.
1: We'll give you the first news right here, right now, of a tease of one coming up next year, which will be our first thirty-day journey. Oh! And all we're going to do is give you the subject: Harry Potter. Okay, <laughs> it's going to be so fun. I'm so wizarding excited about that. Okay, I, it, it's so fun, Annie. Growing up, Annie read every one of those books aloud to her siblings. And so they kind of hold a very special place in our lives.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So we're going to talk about that from a queer perspective. Okay, enough, okay, enough, enough, stop. Talk about
0: that later. Okay. Okay, <laughs>
1: so today is a very special episode and we're going to talk about Christian gaslighting against the LGBTQ community. And I want to give a major shout out here to Eric Feltis. It's at Eric Feltis on Instagram and it's eric F-E-L-T-E-S. He inspired this, kind of came up with this, this concept that led me to think, oh, this would be a great podcast. Talked with him, got his okay to do this. And so we've we've taken what he had to say, we've added to it. We've anyway, this is gonna be very cool. Yeah. So thank you so much, Eric, and hi Pam. Um, you know, you're listening <laughs> to. So thank you, Eric. We love you and you're just you're amazing, and we love you very much. Actually, you were a guest on Eric's, Eric's podcast. Right? I
0: was, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah so. yes,
0: yeah, so you can find me there.
1: Yeah, so anyway, okay. So what is gaslighting? Good question.
0: Yeah, well, according to Psychology Today, gaslighting is an insidious form of manipulation and psychological control. Victims of gaslighting are deliberately and systematically fed false information that leads them to question what they know to be true often about themselves. They may end up doubting their memory, their perception, and even their sanity. Good Lord. <laughs> wow. Does that at all sound at all familiar yeah, to we, anyone?
1: Yeah, we, we throw around that term, gaslighting, and we kind of throw it around, and it's kind of not cute sounding, but it's kind of trendy, And but this is serious stuff here. Serious stuff. You know, yeah. an insidious form of manipulation.
0: And psychological control.
1: You've fed false information. It leads people to dot their memory, their perception, even their sanity. Yes. This is a serious thing. to
0: question what they know to be true, often about themselves. Oh, my gosh. So. You know, like, you're not really gay, are you? Well, yes, I am. Okay. Anyway. We'll get into that. Okay.
1: So, how does this show up now? Because it is certainly used a lot in the non-affirming Christian church against the LGBTQ community, as well as against uh, folks like us who are who are affirming family members and against allies as well. So we're going to talk about in some of the different ways that this is used, how that shows up, what it looks like, what is really, what you'll hear, it's really gaslighting. And then we'll talk about some things you can do to, uh, to respond to that. So the first one you hear, and we talked about this recently at length, but the first one you hear is, Trigger
0: warning. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, just, love the sinner, hate the sin. Yes. Gaslighters uh, are masters at saying this piece of, sh- I'm sorry, at saying, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not, at saying their piece without holding themselves accountable. Yes. And with this often overused phrase, very overused phrase, one we talk about again extensively in a previous podcast, victims are left feeling less than. And in sin and broken, and broken, worthless, and hated,
0: abominable,
1: while the gaslighters speak their mind with zero repercussions. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's a very effective way to just drop something in a little bomb to go off and have no consequences for it. Yeah. You exactly. just dropped a bomb in somebody's heart.
1: That's a good visual. You ever see those, those not cherry bombs. But smoke bombs. Yeah, like smoke bombs because you're dropping smokes. That's, yeah. this is a little gaslighting smoke bomb.
0: You yeah. Know? You,
1: you yeah. say this, you drop it in, and then.
0: And you, you walk away, so you don't, you're not accountable at all yeah. for what you did.
1: So that's one thing you hear and that, we say these things, so you, when you hear them, you think, oh, I'm being gaslighted. Yeah. I'm being gaslighted. That's right. And we want to help you recognize what this is. That's the first step in all of this is recognizing it for what it is. And another phrase you will hear is, I love you, but... And you can just fill in the blank after that. I love you, but... Anything. But anything. And we've also covered this one in detail in a recent podcast. This is conditional love. That's what it is. If If you call it love. It's conditional anything. That's pure and simple. And this is another example of saying exactly how you feel Without holding yourself accountable. You can say this, it sounds good, but you add that I love you, which kind of is supposed to not make what you're about to say so bad.
0: Right. And, and it's, it's like, then you can turn to the person if they get hurt or offended and you can say, but I, but I said I love you, Right. but I'm saying this in love. Yeah. Okay, you're saying that does not make that true.
1: Yeah. Gaslighters wish to appear loving while still using fear to control their victims. Yeah. And in reality, as we've said before, anything that follows I love you negates I love you. So anything after the but is really the point of what you were trying to say. Yeah. Okay, so the next one we have is, you just need to pray about it. Uh So,
0: <laughs> before we even address this, we need to say that these people just don't understand that what has just come to them is something you have been praying about for a long time. And you have said, God, take this away. God, this can't be true. God, I don't want this.
1: As we said last week, who would make the choice to be so condemned and shunned and rejected and shamed and abused about this? Right. Who would make that choice? Right. Right.
0: And by the way, let me just toss in here that if you did not go through all that, if you just accepted it as is, more power to you. You don't, you don't need to have gone through this turning yourself inside out for your position to be valid at all. I'm happy for you. But many people, maybe most, went through all this prayer and questioning and doubting and, and self-hatred. And so for somebody to tell you that, what they should really be saying is, I'm gonna go pray about it.
1: Yeah, because yeah, that's the real issue here is why don't they just pray about it And leave you up to God. Just just love you and trust the God in which they are claiming so much faith.
0: Right. So, you know, let them do their work. Yeah. And do not take on what they're telling you to do so you can, you know, further prove to them that you're okay. Yeah. They need to do their work and you can just walk away.
1: Each of these little things we're saying can actually warrant an entire podcast episode. So we... I will try not to go on too long on these because the point of, of these is that so you recognize them as gaslighting. When yes. you hear love the sinner, hate the sin. When you hear I love you, but when you hear you just need to pray about it, yeah. you'll, you, that I want a flag to go up in your brain because of this podcast yeah. and, and say, oh, that's gaslighting. I'm being gaslighted here. Yep. That reveals that what's behind this is, again, an insidious form of manipulation and control. Right. And you're being fed false information trying to lead you to question who you are.
0: If you feel like you're, you're being twisted, if you feel like you're being manipulated, if you feel like you're being lied to, you probably are. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the next one that you'll hear about is that, well, the Bible's very clear on this. <laughs> okay.
0: You- the truth is, the Bible is very clear about being radically affirming and embracing Of everybody, and especially the ones on the lower level of power. Absolutely. That's what it's clear about.
1: But people are going to continue to believe these false teachings and misinterpretations. We have, by the way, detailed resources on what the Bible does and does not say about this on the website.
0: Yeah. But the twisting and the misinterpretations, those are all just weaponized pieces of the Bible used to hurt this community. So, the Bible is not clear on this in the way that they think. No. They don't even know what the Bible really says. Yeah, not in context, not in historical or literary context. Right. So, just stand them down.
1: It takes time. And we're not, yeah, we're, again, We this warrants its own episode. But we want you to, again, hear these phrases and understand that you're being gaslighted. That's what... goal of this episode is yeah and most of these people honestly don't want to take the time that it requires to even look into the bible on this but
0: any single phrase used to uh proof text as a proof text is just going to end up being wrong you know when it's used against someone it's wrong
1: absolutely and often abusive so yes again
0: and gaslighting.
1: Yeah, go back and look at the interp- or the uh, definition of gaslighting. That's abuse. That's abusive. Right.
0: Here's one that just. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Next one is we hear this all the time from kids about their parents, where they'll say
1: the parents will say,
0: yeah, or kids will tell us their parents have said this. What do? Why are you doing this to me? The parents will say, and we're like, well, well you know, now it it's is, all about you, you isn't know, it?
1: It is all about the parents anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And what they're saying is, you know, what about the impact this is going to have? How will the church view me? Your dad's going to lose his job. I won't be able to go to Bible study. Right. And I'm gay. So I'm in this equation and I matter here and I'm your son, I'm your daughter, whatever, you know, so I matter here. Yep. But when it's all turned into being about them, yeah. that's gaslighting.
1: Yep. Suffering in the closet is hard enough. And when parents make this an issue about them, It is abusive, and it is manipulation, and it is really harmful. Yeah, and it's it's completely
0: selfish. selfish. Yeah. All
1: right. One more. No, no, a couple more. Well, the devil has deceived you.
0: Oh, don't you just love that? Don't you just love that? Anything I don't understand that you're saying must be because the devil deceived you. I don't understand it. I can't let it into my worldview. Therefore, the devil deceived you. That is gaslighting at its most diabolical.
1: (laughs) And no matter how right— Someone feels in their heart, if a Christian gaslighter disagrees with you, instead of just letting it be, they will often use this phrase to make you or try to get you, but we're not going to let them, try to get you question your your core beliefs and even your sanity. Like, my God, am I possessed? I mean, please. This is horrid. This is horrid.
0: Right. We talked about the God of the gaps. Fill in anything you don't understand with, oh, well, then God, and this is the devil of the gaps. I don't I'm understand it, therefore it's the devil. Yeah. But you don't have to buy it. And, You're smarter than that. We're here for you.
1: And so often they will hear LGBTQ people of faith say, well, you know, I have a peace in my heart about this. I have a peace in my heart. And the gaslighter responds, well, the peace you feel is not from God.
0: Well, there's a kick in the butt. <laughs> I mean, wow, really?
1: You know, because this is this is a personal one we've heard all yeah. This. But this one, because we not struggled, but we... We wondered about that. We had things. questions we for had sure. Questions. And Annie called. That needed to be to answered. And Annie called
0: after she, they had come out to me months before, finally called from New York and said, Mom, I'm dating women now and I'm more at peace with God than I've ever been. And I said, Okay, that's the end result. That's what we're going for. So more power to you. If you're at peace with God, I'm at peace with God. But the gaslighter, will tell you that's not really peace, It's the devil. First of all, Jesus said, you know, a house divided against itself can't stand. They they said he was possessed by the devil. He said, I'm doing God's work. Like, this is not the devil. It's like you go to school and you have this great project and your teacher says, that was great. You did that just great. You know, you get this gold ribbon or whatever for this project you did. And then you come home And your mom says, well, I think it's crap. I think your teacher's lying to you and it's terrible. Could there be anything more cruel than that Mm. and arrogant? And Mm. it completely invalidates you emotionally and in every other way. So do not let anybody take the peace of God that's in your heart. It's not theirs to take. God may not have given them peace, because they may still be struggling with their own stuff around this, but God gave you peace or is giving you peace or you're seeking peace, that's not their business. And they don't get to touch that.
1: And when the spirit in you says, you're all good. Yeah. You are all good. God delights in you as you are for who you are. It's all good.
0: Believe it. It's
1: all good. Believe it. And then your parents go, well, I think that's crap. Yeah. The spirit's lying to you. That's
0: you can say, Well, I think you're crap and run out the door. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <Back to laughs> but the, you'll feel the last like it. episode about us being irreverent. Um, <laughs> no, but, but the issue is they don't have peace, and that's between them and God, and you're, you're all good. So, again, yeah. when you hear that, it's gaslighting. Yeah. So, Eric said this, Eric felt this and, said this, and I love it. He said, Okay, breathe, relax your jaw, <laughs> lower your shoulders. Yeah. Here, because this work starts with noting the problem.
0: And that's what and we were just that's doing. what we
1: just did here. Yeah. We noted the problem. All these things we just said, all these phrases, are actually gaslighting. And yeah. we defined how horrible, how horrible and how dangerous to you emotionally and then physically gaslighting is. Yep. And so, we've noted the problem. That's what you just did. Well yeah. done.
0: Yes, well and I want to add one more piece with with breathe, relax your jaw, lower your shoulders. I also want to add the piece for you to smile. Just smile at yourself because it will change your physiology. It'll bring you present. It will tell you that everything's fine. You know how if somebody makes a, a little joke, says something you're not sure of a joke, joke, and you look at them and you see they're smiling, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. I get what it is. Or a text that has a heart emoji or a smiley emoji. You're like, okay, okay. And you know what it is. And it's your body knows when you smile at it. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is, everything's fine. I got this. I know it may even be, yeah, they're being a jerk right now. I'm going to have to work through this. Yes, but we're good. We're safe. You're safe. So smile. It, it's a physiological yeah. response that you'll experience.
1: You no, know, what I find, I have my my <laughs> resting face is like droopy. Eyes. If you could see me right now, it, it <laughs> it's like not droopy eyes, but like droopy eyes and not smiling. That's my natural. I've done this way too much in my life. That's how I've trained my muscles. Face. Yeah, my resting droopy sad face. And so I have to. My, it's not sad. And you've met people that have a natural happy face, a natural smile face. But when sometimes when I'm stressed or worried, I will just smile and I can feel my eyes change. Yeah. And I can feel it it is. It's a it's a physical response yep. that I have just smiling. So yeah. just right now, we'll give you a minute. Go ahead and just smile. Come yeah. on, smile. <laughs> if you're near a mirror, look in the mirror and smile at yourself. Yeah. Go, you're so Cute and wonderful. <laughs> you don't have to do the last part.
0: It'll but. tell you, you can though. Yeah, you It'll can. tell you that you're okay. Yeah. It'll tell you, you that all okay. is well. Even if you have stuff to work through, yeah. family to work through, now you may have some yeah. decisions to make. It's all good. You are not your enemy. That's what it tells you.
1: Yeah. We've noted the problem. So now we're going to talk about just some things you can do and self care. This is, it's really all about self care here because you matter the most here. You matter the most. So again, identify what's happening. We did that just now, so well done. And part of it is identifying what is and what's not in your control or what you can change. You know what? You can't change the opinion of others. And it's often a complete waste of time to debate people who are committed to misunderstanding you as it can be toxic for you. But you can absolutely make the choice to let go of harmful beliefs and relationships that are causing you to suffer. Again, trust your heart. Does a belief or a relationship bring you absolute joy? This is like, who, who's the organizer? <laughs> does it bring you joy? Oh, yeah. The... A Marie.
0: Marie Kondo, yeah. thank you.
1: So does a belief or relationship bring you joy? And if not, you do have the ability to walk away from it. Some will be more layered and complex than others. But um, here's some things you can do. The first one is you can journal. You can write about this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even if it... You know, something can be triggering or too high stress or too close to you to even see clearly. But when you journal about it, it kind of pours out. So you may not be able to tell somebody else. And do it, think of it like automatic writing. Just start writing. And if you have to say, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write, soon you'll find your heart is pouring out. And it's very therapeutic. That's a very common mode to do that. And every once in a while just go review what you wrote. And over time, patterns will emerge, maybe in the things people have told you, maybe in people being safe and other people being unsafe, and responses in you too. Every time I'm with that person, I feel crappy.
1: That's a good way to help to kind of bring some light to the situation and help That's you get right. some things out.
0: Because when you're in the situation with that person, you're not at your best decision making mode because you're in a bit of a fight or flight. Well, yeah, yeah, a panic, yeah. you, you know.
1: Triggered and stressed. You're and, triggered yeah, and stressed. Yeah. Right. Something else you can do is establish boundaries. And and that's said so often, but if someone is manipulating you into trying to live a life that they think you should live. Yeah. yeah. And they double down by adding God's name to it, you know, you have a responsibility to yourself to set a boundary.
0: Yeah. And the book yeah. Boundaries is very helpful. If you, you know if you don't know how to do it, no, nope, I don't remember.
1: it's called boundaries
0: boundaries okay. It's the main one.
1: you can email us if you can't find it or you're confused yeah, and we'll, and we'll you
0: should be able to find it. it. There's a whole series of them mm. by okay. the same author, so
1: okay. and you yeah. can let people know again, this can be tricky and layered and complex, but you can let people know that what they're not what they're doing is not okay. if they don't honor the boundary, then honestly the relationship may need to come to an end
0: yeah, and this comes to self care. For you to love yourself enough to learn something new, which may be new for you as boundary setting, and then go forward with that. Yeah. It, this, because somebody doesn't have the right to treat you however they want.
1: Yeah, that's that's really important.
0: And you just say, okay. That's how you love you is you you don't let that be okay. There, it needs to be a balance between concern for the other person, but concern for you.
1: Yeah. You have to take care of yourself here this is self care and again we're talking about in your relationship with gaslighters with yeah. with people who are gaslighting you yeah and who are doing things that are causing harm to you yeah and causing you to question your sanity and 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 not love yourself and all these things so yeah the the identify what's happening the boundaries the writing things down so you get it out Those things are really important. And and like Susan said, no one has the right to treat you like crap, like however they want. They just don't have that right. You get to set boundaries here. And this could be for the LGBTQ person listening. It could also be for family members out there who are affirming and getting this kind of gaslighting from people because of your support of your child or your family member.
0: Let me just say a couple more things about that. That, you know... You may be told if you even speak up against their treatment of you, you may be told, well, you're just overly sensitive. Gaslighting. That's gaslighting. Gaslighting. That's right. Sarcasm? No, gaslighting. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, you know, you can say, well, you know, I am kind of sensitive about that. So I think it would be good if you were extra kind on this subject.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or we just turn don't talk it around. About it. Yeah. We just, yeah.
0: So in other words, if okay. they, okay, if you think I'm oversensitive, then you should be over kind about it, not just run me over, right?
1: Yeah, um, that's the, good because they're saying you're over sensitive. In other words-
0: Therefore, I can I, do what I want. Yeah,
1: I can say something mean, but the fact that it hurts you so much is your fault. Right, exactly. Instead of saying, I'm really sensitive to that because of everything that's happened, blah, 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 blah. So you should be more kind. Well, no, right. no. no, no. They right, that. exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the, the other part is if you're not sure if something- like if you're just being too sensitive i I don't buy that for a second. If it hurts, it hurts. But if you're wondering whether it's something that quote should hurt you, I guess, if you're just doubting yourself, then think of somebody you love dearly, a good friend, partner, child, somebody and and in your imagination, pull them right next to you and see that person saying that thing to them. Would you be okay with it? Chances are no, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And if you wouldn't, then don't be okay with it with you either. Yeah. yeah? And in the moment, to say something in the moment is probably going to get a more abuse from them. It's very likely to. So it may not work in the moment. It might, but it may be a longer game situation of, you know what? Later, you know, you send them a letter. I'm not going to do this relationship anymore. Well, it's too hard. You're you're not kind to me. That kind of thing. And the, if it's a gaslighter, in other words, you won't get a probably a good response in the moment.
1: Right. The opposite may be true, though, as well. In that, in the moment, the response for your care might be to boom, cut it off. The boundaries there. Boom, no, no contact. That's it. I'm I'm not going to allow myself to be so subjected to this. And then over time, you may be able to talk about this more. I would almost rather people, I don't know, kind of, well, I don't want you to continue It's really
0: tough to give specific advice in a situation where there's so much subjectivity. Don't
1: don't feel like you have to leave. If you don't feel that, don't feel like you have to stay. If you don't feel that, you know, this is, so care for yourself on this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Whatever your heart is telling you, not the damaged, wounded heart that says, yeah, they're probably right, I do deserve this, but your deeper heart underneath that Follow that. Yeah. And if you would not be okay with them treating somebody you love that way, don't receive it as okay for you because you need to be someone you love too. Yeah.
1: That's all part of the establishing boundaries thing again, which is very complex here. Yeah. Finally, one more thing. And that's you don't have to go through this alone. Seek support. There is chosen family out there. Find people, surround yourself with people who accept and celebrate and affirm you friends, family members who are affirming, chosen family, an affirming sex-positive therapist, those kind of things, it's what you deserve. It's what you deserve, really. Yeah. And that's what's going to set your heart free and help you love and be loved and help you sort through these things is knowing that you're not alone. You don't have to go through this alone. Don't settle for anything less than than an affirming, loving, accepting community.
0: I had a friend who would tell me the things that had happened to her and her family and my jaw would drop. And she'd say, I can always tell how over the top something is that I had normalized by your reaction to it. <laughs> wow. Because I didn't know that was abnormal. It's like, yeah, that's abnormal. That's not okay. It's unhealthy.
1: It's abuse. And finding a, a community will help you see things that you've normalized. Yeah. That have become normal and common in yeah. your life that are really gaslighting and abusive. So all yeah. of this, let's just wrap up by saying that all of this is self-care. It's yes. about caring for yourself. That's and right. You know how important we think this is because yes. we talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. You need and deserve to care for yourself. Take a walk, focus on ways to help your breathing, meditate, spend time with your people, your people who get you, your people who unconditionally love and affirm you, and even in your social media your entertainment choices, spend time with things that support your lifestyle, your authentic lifestyle. And, yeah. and you deserve to be loved. You deserve to love as you are for who you are. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take a is.
0: walk outside and, and feel the grass in your feet. I swear it'll change things for you. <laughs> yeah, look outside at the trees.
1: And while you're there, don't forget to smile. <laughs> we yeah. love you. We love you. Again, this is what you deserve. Please don't settle for less. Mm -hmm. Recognize this and respond to it in a way that is absolutely caring and focused on yourself. Yes. Because that's what you deserve. We love you. You are beloved. We love you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid? Someday, so I call you up and you call me
1: down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. Dot org. The music is provided by Hannah Catrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner, and you can find out more about her at heystsinner.com. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.